Welcome to the Sustaining Healthy podcast, a collection of informative discussions around all aspects of health and lifestyle. We're your hosts. I'm Chels, coffee lover and corporate professional who recently realised there's a lot to learn about health. I'm Ellen, doctor, nutritionist and dog mum with an interest in preventative and female health. Join us as we chat about a new topic each week and attempt to navigate the complex landscape of health. Together we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording, the Wajak people. Hello everyone, welcome back to Sustaining Healthy. We're really excited to be once again joined by our good friend Alice, who is an exercise physiologist, health and PE teacher, who recently completed her first ultra marathon. And so if you want to hear about her running journey, go back and listen to our last episode. But today we have Alice here to talk about body image. Yeah, so um, I kind of approached Ellen and Chelsea about this topic as it's something that I personally have experienced and I'm sure both of you girls have and there's a lot of friends and family that I know have had you know, issues and experiences with body image, both both positive and negative. And something that I've experienced with clients uh, working as an exercise physiologist and also my time as a teacher in the health classroom. So yeah, it was something I thought was important and that we should have a bit of a chat about. Yeah, it's such an important topic. And, and like you said, it can affect so many people and in particular women. Obviously, this is a pretty heavy conversation and could be triggering for anyone. Um, but we will also pop in our show notes the links to the Butterfly Foundation or Lifeline and things like that if there is um, someone you need to talk to. But also, if you're concerned that maybe body image is affecting you or something else, um, that please, please always reach out to get help. This is a general conversation, I guess, to promote those conversations, but is definitely not um, yet yeah, treatment or advice for those things. I guess before we jump into it further, we could start with just defining what body image is. Uh, and so I guess it's all of the thoughts and feelings um, and attitudes you have towards your body, and that can be both positive or negative. And then there is a spectrum, I guess, of of those things that might have those thoughts and fluctuate, but then also can be to a point where it's affecting someone's day-to-day life and and a clinically diagnosable disorder. And and that can be things like um, body dysmorphic disorder, which we won't really touch on today. And today we just want to have a more general conversation about body image in today's society and the things that can help and ways that we might be able to look after that and our self-esteem and and our health in general with relation to that. So I find it interesting already because body image, like the word association in my head with that is negative, but both of you just then reference positive body image, which I find really interesting. What, What is that? I guess, like what Ellen said, it touches on your attitudes and your feelings and your thoughts towards yourself, you know, in a positive light. So we often associate body image negatively. And that's the first thing that comes to my mind and often the first thing that comes up in media. But there is this, you know, such a thing as positive body image. And it's, you know, the way you feel about yourself that makes you feel good. 
Um, I guess that's the easiest way to describe it. There may be certain, you know, things that you do or, you know, the way you may wear an outfit or the way you may look or something more deeper is the way that you make other people feel and how other people respond to you can impact our body image in the way that you present yourself and the way that you talk. So body image can be positive and I think we need to encourage people to think about body image as positive, not just a negative thing. Yeah. And then I guess there also um, is that added conversation about neutrality around body image and and that I think there can there is that big push um, which I think can have really great impact in terms of of promoting positive body image, but to some people or some things it can feel really unreasonable to be to expect us to love every aspect mm. of ourselves all the time. And so that it can be okay to go, yep, yeah, maybe this isn't my the favorite part of me, but that I can just find that place of peace with it and it can be neutral and be okay. Um, so I guess not putting too much expectation on having to love every part, every aspect, because that's also okay. We're not perfect. Um, but then also talking about why we, you know, what are the things that are around us that are are causing us to feel so negative about different things in our bodies and have those thoughts that can be really detrimental. And then what can we do about them? So Alice, you mentioned before that you thought this was a really good topic and we we definitely agree, but tell me more about why you thought this was such a good topic and why it's so prevalent at the moment. Um, well, I guess um, besides my own personal experience, which I think we'll all talk about a bit later, um, working as an exercise physiologist, I'm often faced with clients who have you know, chronic conditions or injuries, which often lead to them not liking themselves or not liking something about them. And I mean, I'm biased here, like I am a woman and the three of us are women. So I'm going to probably focus more on women. Um, But I have a lot of women who come in and they say to me, oh, I just hate myself. I hate the way I look. I hate this about me. I don't like my legs. I don't like my stomach. I don't like this. And I need to make like, I need to make myself better. And they don't train you for that stuff in uni. Mm -hmm. And it's something I definitely had to learn how to deal with. But I would spend a lot of time talking with these women and saying to them, you know, look, your body does amazing things, okay? A lot of these women have had kids, so your body has, you know, produced life. Your body has got you from A to B. You know, you've hiked these mountains, you've done these walks, you know, you've looked after a family. Like, your body is incredible and your body is not – your worth, sorry, is not amassed to what you look like. Um, And this is like – a really hard topic to talk about to women because we often are placed in a situation where our worth is based on our looks. And so having these conversations I think is so important. And what made me realize how important it was, was I wasn't just seeing this in women who've lived a life. I'm seeing this in kids, you know, as young as sort of year seven and eight who are having conversations with me concerning how they look. Like I had a conversation with some year eight girls and they said to me, oh, but after pregnancy, what will my body look like? Like, when will it go back to normal? I don't want to be fat after I'm pregnant. Like, I don't want to have stretch marks. And I said to them, but why are you concerned with that? Like, you have just produced life. Like, you know, our body is so much more than what it looks like. And it was just like quite crazy. And I just, 
I didn't know what to say to them. Like it took me some time to sort of think about what to say. And I was like, yeah, but why are we so concerned about this? And it also makes me reflect on myself. And like, I'm the hardest person on myself when it comes to everything. And body image is one of those things. And I try to be so positive and I try to like do as I preach, but I'm still so hard on myself. So I think having a conversation about positivity towards body image and worth is something that we need to have with our friends and have with our family and our loved ones. Because we often, you know, when we're hanging out with friends, you'll say to your friend, oh, you look great. Or like, you look gorgeous. Instead of saying, hey, you're really smart. You're intelligent. You're such a kind person. Like the people around you, you know, are drawn to you because of who you are, not how you look. And I think we often, the first thing we do when we compliment someone is, oh, you look great today. Or like, I love your hair. I love your outfit. Instead of being like, oh, you were kind, you were smart, like those sorts of things. So yeah, that's, I guess, yeah, how I sort of like got involved with it and why I feel so passionately about being involved in the health spectrum for children and particularly young girls. Yeah, well, you touched on so many important points there and I definitely agree that there we've all had different journeys with with body image and I I can definitely say for myself there have been times where it has really impacted me and I and I can reflect now that I have really had to put in some work to to love aspects of my body and and it's not something I probably publicly talked about much but I think that it is really important to open those avenues of conversation and I really like that that the point you made about the language that we use with each other, because I think I have definitely reflected on one, the way that I speak with other people, but also um, having had experiences where for and knowing people around me, they've had different reasons that they may have their body body may have changed and whether that be that they have lost weight for different reasons, like being really unwell, or um, I know there was a time where, I did very unintentionally, but because I was extremely stressed at the time and probably wasn't eating and sleeping and and my health wasn't very good. But it was interesting to notice at that time that I was getting so many compliments and people thinking that they were really um, well-meaning in their, their compliments of you, but how much that can impact someone if they aren't in a in a great mental health space or if there's other reasons. I mean, one of the really common questions when we are screening for things like cancer is have you had unintentional weight loss? Like there are lots of different Mm. diseases, things that, that someone might have had those changes in their body that we need to really catch ourselves when we go to automatically make it a good in in inverted commas thing and to, to comment on it. Um, yeah, I can I can add to that. I think it's interesting the first thing, like I saying someone compliments you maybe or like have you lost weight or you look great and coming from a running aspect or, you know, an athletic point of view, I have had coaches, not my own personally, but other coaches from other athletes come up to me and say, "Oh, well, Alice, you were looking fantastic. You've lost weight. Like you're looking so great." And them not realizing that I'm actually very unwell. And, you know, there was a point in my life where I was incredibly unwell and it wasn't to do with weight, but I lost weight because of that. And 
I had coaches going, you are looking like your absolute athletic best, like so fantastic, great job. And you know that what that does to your psyche, you go, well, to be a good athlete, I must have to look like this. And then when I spent time getting better and put weight on, the comments that then came after that were like, oh, you're looking really heavy out there today. Like, oh, you're looking a bit bigger than usual. Although my times were not affected, it didn't change my times. I didn't run any slower, but their first comment was, oh, this is your weight. Like, and this is going to affect your performance. And you can imagine like if we're starting to say that to people at a young age, no matter whether you're male or female, what that does to your psyche, like as you get older and like even now, like there's times when I will choose to run in the dark because I'd rather run in the dark because people can't see me than run in the light when I know that people will see me. And people do not care when I run past, like they are not, you know, giving me the time of day, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm having a bad day. I'm not looking very good. I'm going to run in the dark. And it's so, it's so like crazy how that sort of like impacts you. And I've had to work really hard to be like, hang on, no, this is, this is an issue and I need to address this. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I still work on it and I still have these issues every day, but it's funny how it's just such a big part of your life. Yeah. yeah. And I think like touching on the fact that it's a really important thing to be able to get help for and there is so much help. And I think we probably, um, because it can get really normalized and there are so many aspects of media, particularly social media, but anything, even diet culture, all of those things are telling us that we are healthier to to be healthier in inverted commas we have to be smaller we have to be thinner um or we have to dress a certain way or wear a certain brand it's not necessarily always you know about weight it's about like how you look and what you listen to and what you do and like yeah all of these things it's yeah really Um, squishing the individual in all of us (laughs) definitely and I know that we are coming from a very privileged point of view in that we are both three um like educated women yeah and of a smaller body size and haven't had to experience discrimination because of the size of our body but I think it's really important to um to talk about yet yeah, the ways in which we've all experienced it but not be talking for those that that we we can't yeah, yeah. I think it, it's so interesting hearing both your stories because I bring a bit of a different perspective where for my own health reasons I actually gained weight so and I remember thinking I wish it was the other way around. I wish I was like someone that lost weight during those stressful times or uh, when I I had a batch of anxiety a few years ago and I went on anxiety medication and I put on heaps of weight in like a few months just from that medication. And isn't that crazy though that you think like to be healthier, you know you have to put on weight, but you're like, oh, I wish I could just not put it on. Mm. Like, Uh, Yeah, exactly. And that was a real battle for me trying to like, weigh that up because I never had issues with my weight I always had a killer metabolism and then the only way to get my anxiety under control was via that and then I put on weight but it one positive thing which it touches on from what you said earlier Atlas when you were talking about women going through pregnancy and how special it is that their body can actually deliver that um I reframed my thinking at one point to be like yes I put on weight yes that sucks and I hate it but like look what my body got through yeah. and like, look what my, look what my body was able to yeah. do for me. Your body um, is amazing. Yeah. And I kind of just have to think about that journey and like, yes, I had my journey with anxiety and, mm. but I overcame it. And my, that was like, my body overcame that. And you're a healthier and, person mentally and physically for that process. Yeah. And I kind of, 
it, it helped me when I reframed that into being like thankful like mm. like instead of like hating it being like I'm just gonna be th- like I'm gonna thank my body because yeah. I worked really hard to get through that and I did yeah. and this is what I have to show for it yeah. yeah, wow. And I think we've like we've all mentioned about that thing of of that we've been able to overcome these things, but that it's not necessarily a, a one fixed stop, but also that none of us have done that on our own or off our own back, that it has been with professional support. And so I think the other part yeah. of this conversation is going, actually it's yes, lots of us experience these thoughts or feelings from time to time, but also that that doesn't have to be normal and that we can get help and there are both they're really good resources out there like the butterfly foundation that has really good information and they also have a 24-hour um helpline as well as things like your own doctor um referrals to clinical psychologists there is so much support that you can access and that you don't have to minimize it, that it is, yeah, it's something Definitely. that's valid. And if you feel like cost is an issue in terms of talking to someone, if you're at university, you have access to free counselors and free psychology sessions. Um, you also have, when you go and see your GP, you can be put on a care plan to go and see a psychologist where, so Medicare will cover some of your appointment with that GP. But I also think, you know, it's starting conversations with your friends or your partner and, there's often times when I will just have to pull my partner aside and I just have to say, like, I'm having a day where I don't feel very comfortable in my body. And I don't need him to say to me, oh, you look beautiful, you look amazing. I just need him to be aware that that's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling right now so that he knows. And then because I've shared it with someone, it just feels like it's slightly less of a burden on me. But I think I guess the biggest message that I try and give to people and I try and tell myself is like, the importance of like value. Like my friends are not my friends because of the way I look. Mm-hmm. They're my friends because they value me for who I am as a person, what I do, what I bring to the table, how I make them feel and how they make me feel. They're not here because I look a certain way or, you know, I have brown hair, or I have blue eyes or those sorts of things. They're my friends because of that. And it's the same thing. Like my family values me for who I am and my family values me for like what I do. And I think it's important to like focus on that. Like if they're surrounding you because they want to be friends with you or be with you because of that, you also need to value yourself because of those things too. So yeah. And like I said, not an expert and still working on this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just to your point before, Alice, around most universities having access to free sessions, most employers do as well. And yeah. often people don't realise it, but mm. most Absolutely. employers will have um, their EAP, which is their employee assistance program. Sometimes you just have to search it. And I've helped a few friends to find it. Through that, you can almost always access um, free psychology sessions. I, When I discovered that, I actually went on a bit of a, rampage and found out I could access financial counselling so I decided to do that and a dietitian so um, it's worth for people looking up the their employee assistance program and seeing what they can do there yeah I agree and I think it's so important to to talk this through because if this you know things such as simple as you know body image whether well in this sense negative um, impacting our life is like it's crazy that we let something like that do Um, affect our life and then potentially escalate and become a diagnosable condition when we have, you know, so much to do, so much to live for in our life, that body image seems so insignificant, but it affects so many of us. And I think it's definitely a conversation that needs to continue to be had. 
Yeah, and and I think like you said with having with surrounding yourselves or and thinking about the way why people um want to be around you and and also the and having the right people around you for the right reasons and that I think also extends to the media that we access the people that we follow on social media the the things that we expose ourselves to that can affect our body image because unfortunately and I think things are maybe starting to change, but there's a long way to go in the fact that we are still very much bombarded by a lot of messaging that creates or is going to perpetuate that negative body image. And so it's definitely easier said than done, but finding the ways that, and whether it is pulling up a family member to say, I like, I don't like it when you comment on my body, whether that positive or negative, or mm. I don't like it when you comment on this or I'm going to unfollow or block these things on social media because that makes doesn't make me feel good about whatever it is and so I think being it's recognizing what body image is what can we do to really to look after it but and then what are the things that are actually not helping mine and how can and that's going to be different depending on the person so individual for each person definitely um I actually feel like we're approaching the end of the episode now, but one thing I love from the very start, Alice, is you were saying, you know, all about valuing your friends and not just saying you look amazing today, which is actually what I say. I I, I don't often say the other things you suggested, like you're brilliant or like you're so kind. Like that, it's, it's weird to think that if someone said that to me, I'd actually be a bit thrown. Like that's not commonly used. But I I really like the concept of bringing that, bringing that in and making sure that's front of mind for people. Definitely. I think the first compliment I always say to someone is, oh, like, you look great. And I I do have to enough to, like, have to think about this and say, hang on a second, like, let me think of something else that I can say. And this is something that my mum and I have, like, had multiple conversations about is, you know, the way in which we interact with people and compliment them is because people are so much more than how they look and how they present. They are, you know, a combination of things. They're a combination of, you know, their own, you know, personal beliefs and their understandings and their education and how they treat people. And um, I think there's lots of things that we can focus on that are our value and our worth than just how we look. I also Mm. um, have had a really good conversation around that and something that has also made me really conscious of changing my language or being aware of my language around um, bodies and abilities is mm. also um, I like I don't have children at the moment, but that there's a lot of research and conversation about how the way that our parents or the way that the people that children are around talk about their bodies can have such an effect at such a young age. And I know you mentioned that you the way that you've heard year eight, year nine people talk about their bodies and they already have got that messaging and I think social media is making it even more accessible to people at a really young age but and so then also I think that was a really motivating factor for me to go I really want to have a good relationship with my body and love that so that that's the way that I teach my hopefully future children to love their bodies because I would hate for yeah for to have my own children speak Exactly In a right. negative way about their body that is so precious. Yeah, I think it's just important to show that we're not perfect and to be able to show your vulnerability 
and say, hey, I am having a day where I just don't feel so good about myself because people will go, you know, they will value you and they will explain to you why, you know, why you're important. So it's, you know, it's good to be able to recognize that in yourself and then work on it and help others. So, yeah. So I think we're pretty much at the end. Alice, thank you so much for coming on the on the podcast. It's been a pleasure having you on and really appreciate you being so vulnerable today. It was just awesome to hear all your thoughts and all your stories. Yes, thank you for having me, Chelsea, and I also want to wish you a happy birthday. She's a big girl now. <laughs> 27 tomorrow, is it, <laughs> But no, thanks so much for having me. I'm glad you guys agreed to have this conversation with me and hopefully um, you can get plenty more people on who want to continue to share this sort of um, passion for health and educating others on what we, what we can do to make ourselves happier and healthier. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. See ya. Bye. Bye. See you next week.